everyone, I'm Karina Gantis, your host for Behind the Pen. Welcome to another episode. I am an award-winning author of 14 books, an award-winning filmmaker. I'm also a podcaster, YouTuber, booktuber, and the host of the Author Assist show on the Artist First Radio Network. I also run Author Assist, which helps authors with everything from brainstorming an idea right through to the publication and the marketing and promotion of the book. My special guest today is Leighton Evans. Welcome to the show, Leighton. Thank you, Karina. Welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really happy to have you. I'm happy to have any Brit, actually, because I love, I love listening to the language. It makes me not, not homesick, but just uh, it's, it's lovely to hear the British language anyway. Uh, whereabouts are you from? Uh, originally uh, from Llanelli. Uh, which might be a bit of a tongue twister, but it's in South, uh, Southwest Wales. They do have a lot of long names over there, don't they? Yes, they do. <laughs> and I they, they also that. have great singers. I don't suppose you sing. No, no, not at all. All right. No, oh, what a no, shame. No. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do some Christmas carols for our listeners. Um, <laughs> So Behind the Pen is a show for anyone who holds a pen. You could be an artist, illustrator. You can be a writer, a poet, a a musician. You can be an editor, a director. There's just so much that covers the arts. So Leighton, my first question to you is, what do you use your pen for? Uh, at the moment, I'm using it for uh, writing novels, uh, some Wonderful. genre fiction I'm doing. Um, but but as you say, it's, it can be used for quite a lot of stuff. And and I have put it to to drawing, uh, done a bit of screenwriting. Uh, yeah, and then it's sort of evolved into into writing because of uh, Nano Remo or Nano Ah, uh, you doing it this month. I have not done it this month, no. Um, and uh, but there's a specific reason for it, in, and that's that I'd spent the last two months uh, writing every day on uh, another project, and I wanted to <laughs> take a break. So I, I, <laughs> I, I didn't want to do a three month uh, straight. And yeah, I, I get the, that. Um, yeah. Let's um, start with your screenwriting because for those that don't know, the difference is a huge difference between screenwriting and uh, writing a novel because when you write a novel you can uh, put that uh, reader in the scene by using description emotions and thoughts when you're doing it by screen those you can't do because the actor has to act out these emotions and so you're writing basically what um, you would see on the screen, but without all the thoughts and the person's uh, emotions. And um, it's, it's action and dialogue made mainly for uh, screenwriting. How, how difficult was it for you to, to do them both? Uh, the transition uh, was, uh, not a, not a big uh, change. I I found it uh, more difficult because I um I I I'd, I'd written uh, through 
uh, from the 90s when the, uh, if you remember the, uh, the forums that they used to have um, before social media. So they'd, uh, they'd have the bulletin boards. Uh, we used to do uh, sort of role-playing or uh, play by email sort of things on there. So I used to go on there and do a lot of uh, prose uh, fiction on that. So that would be akin more to akin to sort of fan fiction. So, uh, but you're absolutely right. With a screenplay, you 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 gut everything out of it. You, all they're interested in is uh, what the camera's looking at and what people are saying. Um, and then coming back into it uh, wasn't that, the hardest thing I found was to stop or I was putting too much in. I was kind of overcompensating uh, and I was jumping in between people's heads uh, because, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's the fun part of it is the, the dialogue. Yeah. And I wanted to explain why every, everyone was saying what they were saying, but you don't need to do that. You, you don't need take, to do that in the focus, you know, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> but the the dialogue is the the favorite part of of writing um between um, even with the screenplays and and with the I, I agree yeah. you can get so much out with dialogue um the emotions and the expressions of the character and their personality comes out in dialogue the conflict that they Absolutely. have I, that makes before the action you have the dialogue and it's it sort of gets the gets the reader ready for the action that's going to come and did you teach yourself how to uh screenwrite because I tried it with one of my books and it was just so so difficult I couldn't uh I had it is a mix of self-taught, but I had a friend who'd uh, been to university to do uh, the film, and he oh, wonderful! At, at the same point that I had uh, come back because I I'd I'd gone into a a lavish uh, career in uh, catering, uh, so mm -hmm. I was going to be a hotel manager, but um, that all took a sideline. So I moved back home, and uh, weirdly enough, he'd moved back home at the same time. And you know we, we used to play role, tabletop role playing games. Uh, when Serendipity uh, there. So, yeah. Um, so mm -hmm. uh, he was he was just throwing loads of books. I mean, you need to read that, read that, read that. So I, I wonderful read, uh, all of those, and then um, did loads of short films, which I think uh, which I should have taken on to do the uh, the novels actually, because doing short films when you, when you sort of it's already very bare thin um when you write it with the the action and the the dialogue but when you do you know you have to do the whole story in 10 pages uh, <laughs> each page is a minute so it, it sort of hones you then into you you get everything and you need and, and everything else that isn't just the fat is out uh, um, i had um someone who wanted to um write the screenplay of one of my novels which I was ecstatic because this is one of the books that had to be seen on screen. Nothing has been yeah. done like it at all. And everyone who's read it and reviewed it all said the same thing. It should be made into a movie. So I finally got someone that was willing to do it. But then I had to change a sort of 80,000 word novel into three parts. Uh, act one, act two, yeah. act three. And that's where I got stuck. Um, especially when he said that he was 
honest and said that if it ever went out on screen, it would be based on my book, but nothing like my book. He says there'll be so many bits left out. Um, You've got too many characters. You'd have to... I've got a group of vigilante biker women. I can't kill off one of the characters. I can't just get rid of her and her not be in the story, you know, that you're going to have to put up with it because they're not going anywhere. Um, And then it was, like I said, doing, taking every single chapter, something from every single chapter and trying to put it as an act one and the middle, the act two and act three at the end. Um, And I just, yeah, I gave up on that. Unfortunately, I'd rather them just have the book and just go ahead and do it themselves. (laughs) You had to do this one page thing. I can't remember what they called it. It was a one page. Uh, What's that? They got a treatment. uh, Treatment. Yeah. One page. And I was able to do that. That wasn't a problem doing like a subnosis of what was yeah. going to happen and introducing the characters and everything. Um, but the three acts, that's when I failed. So I did try. So let's yeah. talk about your novel writing. Um, mm. Are you a late starter in this game or have you been writing uh, for quite a while now? Uh, no, I'm very much a late starter. Um, so 2013, I did Nano uh, with mm-hmm. my, my first book, Gunboy. Uh, which was really based on a screenplay. All right. Again, um, uh, which expanded. And then, yeah, actually, I, even my second book, uh, Save Our Souls, uh, was a screenplay which I'd put in for a competition. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that got third place with um, the sci fi competition. Oh, well done. No, no, no money, unfortunately. Or any prestige, but you know, it's uh, it, yeah, you've it, got it that title, it, you know, yeah, yeah, that's so, really cool. So, uh, it's sci fi that you stick to is that your genre? Or do you try different genres? That, that's what I that's what I tend to read, that's what I tend to watch. Um, I, I do like fantasy, but I tend to watch fantasy over reading it. Um, so I thought I wouldn't write one, but uh, the book that I've just released now, No Witness, uh, is a kind of like a weird West fantasy. Uh, so cool. So, um, yeah, so it's, uh, it's quite exciting. And uh, well, I, well I, I, I made it shorter. The other ones are quite, not, not big, but uh, 300, uh, 300 pages. 300 so this one, yeah. pages, so the, yeah. yeah. So the, the No Witness one, though, is more, uh, is novella, so it's 100 pages. And just trying oh, to- Oh, right, small one. Try, oh, yeah, so you're just having a little, a little go of, of doing fantasy and see how yeah. you feel about it. You know yeah. what I love? love about fantasy is that anything you write is believable because it's fantasy anything you create is real because it's fantasy there's just no holds bar for your inspiration your imagination when it comes to fantasy everything is is real no matter what you write about yeah yeah it's uh it was an exciting one to do um, but, but as you say, it's a sh- short one on on the main reason is I didn't know what I was doing with it. I just wanted to see where it went. So mm-hmm. keep it short. But I've written, um, I wrote two of them in during the pandemic last year. Um, mm-hmm. And the and a bigger science fiction one, which is taking 
too old to edit. <laughs> so, so how um, many books have you got actually published out there now? Uh, three at the moment, mm -hmm. uh, and then there's there's one just waiting to be proofread. I'm going to uh, release that in in March. Okay, and you you have a, a a team that you use all the time. Same uh, cover designer, same editor. Are you uh, um, published with a no. contract, or you self published? Well, I started off being published the contract. Uh, mm -hmm. That didn't quite work out. Um, so you got your rights back. So I got my rights back, and uh, and I have been self published since. Um, but uh, actually, that's. I won't go into too much of it because it was uh, it was wasn't a great experience. But um, Vanity Press. No, it it, it wasn't. It's was a small press. Uh, what mm. what happened? I was looking for editors, and uh, the, one of them seemed quite good, uh, reasonable price, first book. So I thought you know, we'll uh, we'll give this one a try. And uh, when they came back with the edit, they said we loved it. We'd like to offer you a deal so mm -hmm. you know and that was the first editor first book i was like oh my words here we go <laughs> i'm not on the rocket ship um so did you know the contract was fine no problem there once it was signed then that's when uh you notice that the communication isn't great uh and and then there were company names that had been changed previously with the ones mm. I've just signed up with. So it, you know, it wasn't a did terrible you, experience. They, did I you did, pay did, anything? Did you pay anything to them? I, I paid the original editing fee and that was it in fairness. And then I okay. paid to get out. So, you know, it's not the worst experience ever. Uh, I just wasn't confident enough as a new sort of writer going into it uh, to deal with the, the issues that were the cropping up so mm. uh, but that said uh it was a brilliant learning experience um mm -hmm. and as soon as the option was made available i i got out of got it out. Um, yeah and then i republished or self-published the book then and yes i have been self-published since then um you wide or you stuck with amazon uh i'm wide with I went with Smashwords with the first two, but I've pulled them back now because I am getting reads with Kindle Limited. Uh, oh, you are actually, it's working yeah, for you then. Yeah. Oh, well, not, not, then. Not a, not a huge amount. It's not, not brilliant, but um, now I'll give them, give them all a go one at a time. Yeah, I mean, the thing, them. the thing about KU is you've got the 90 day rotor, so you could do it one rotor take off the tick, put them yeah. on draft digital, go wide for a couple of months, then pause that, go back to KU, tick the box again, and, and yeah. do another uh, KU Kindle Limited. Because yeah. it's good that you have that opportunity, but it's nice for the reader to have the opportunity of getting the book where they want to get yeah, and not to, being yeah. pushed, pushed into, into Amazon, yeah. exactly. Um, I, 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 I went through Smashwords and it's, it's weird that the communication with the fans through there uh, are more interesting. They said, you know, you get your reviews on Amazon, but I had people wanting to contact me from. from That's really good. That's good. Uh, 
um, uh, and there was some really interesting conversations with people over over there making them, um, which I, isn't in Amazon, which which is kind of disappointing in that because you, you know you get your review and whatever, and you you can put your reply to it, but unless they go to do the diligence and find you on Facebook, uh, that that that's it then. So that uh, yeah, this is the smash words was uh, was kind of and yeah, yes, I would I would absolutely use it again and again. I I used smash words many many years ago for my books, and then I went on there one day, and all the books had been taken off because they changed something in their. Um, I was maybe the formatting or something, but they never notified me. So I had no idea that my books was weren't being sold. I had no idea that I'd taken them off. And as soon as uh, I found out what the situation was, I took them, I didn't put them back on. I thought, you can't do that to an author. Take the books well, off without yeah. letting them know why. Um, so I've never been back on Smashwords since then, but I'm glad it's working for you. And I'm glad that... Uh, I think it's really important that uh, readers can connect with an author. That's what social media is all about, you know. They can find any author on social media and mm. send them a message. So um, I don't think you can reply to reviews on Amazon. I think you just say, yes, it, it was a good review or helpful or, or no, it was uh, not helpful. And oh, yeah. And then, or if they're like abusive or whatever, then you contact Amazon. There's a tick, tick box on there. But I don't think you can actually reply to a reviewer because I had one. Um, it reviewed. She she reviewed it on Kobo, and she reviewed it on Amazon. I know it was exactly the same person, even though they used two different names because it was exactly the same review. Yeah. So. Um, the one on Kobo was fantastic review and one star. The one on Amazon was exactly the same review with five stars. So <laughs> I know that she made a mistake with the rating. Yeah. And I was able to find her on Facebook, explain the situation. You know, I hope it is a five star because it sounds like yeah. it with the review you've given me because my score's gone from five to a 3.5 now because of that one star, is it possible for you to change it? Uh, I sent her a really polite message. I never got a reply. I don't oh. know if she saw the message, if it's in spam. Um, and so the one star is still there, so which is such a shame. But it happens. Yeah, How are your reviews for your books? How are they going? Uh, well, they've slowed down for last. I, I am not um, prolific on uh, social media at all. Um, I, I, I find Facebook moves too fast for me, um, or I'll, unless you, you, you're willing to spend, unless I'm willing to spend hours and hours on it, uh, which I'm not. Um, so, um, but yeah, the reviews have been good. They're generally about four or five. I've got a few threes. I got one one star, which I, I love because it's, it says that the, um, the FBI should come and dig up my back garden because clearly I've got mental issues and I've probably killed a few people. Um. <laughs> you got quite a bit of a laugh from that review then. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I've even quoted it on uh, some social media outlets <laughs> and everything because uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll go for it. If Why they put the, their name on it, I would have put I would have put them on the cover of the book. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's 
It's a horror. You're supposed to get. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, well. I I don't mind. Um, I I I quite like the criticism. Um, what I what I don't like is like let me say is like they they say something nice. Uh, but it's three star. But there's no about negative things on there. If, yeah. if it's going to be two or three, you know, put what the negatives are, uh, and I can ah right okay. Yeah, I yeah. Can change that or can, exactly. If you, you know, get learn from them. If you get like reviews that say basically the same thing, then you listen to what they're yeah. saying. Um, if you have a one star review or two star review. Um, that just basically says oh, I went into the book. I think I thought it was too slow. Blah blah. Fair enough. If you get a couple more of them saying the same thing, then you have a problem and you need yeah. to look at your book most definitely. So if you're not really vocal on social media, how are you finding your readers? Uh, I am using. Uh, uh, there was. A mailing list. Um, it was a shared book pub um, thing, thing. Technical term. Um, was it a builder? Signed up to. Yeah, it was a builder that I um, signed up to uh, with the first two uh, Gunboy and Silver Souls. Uh, so there's I've got a mailing list there uh, from from those, and and then I'm targeting uh, using. Well, with this one, I'm trying. Uh, the Amazon ads um, mm. for the first time, which, uh, they're, yeah, they're, they're fun. <laughs> they're, they're not um, just fun, they're not, bloody expensive. Yeah. Really, especially with fantasy. You, you're yeah. talking, you, you're going up against other fantasy books that are going three dollars uh, $3 or three pounds a click. It's, yeah. that, it's that expensive. And so you really need to have the money to to make money on Amazon, uh, Amazon ads. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm giving that a go this time round. Uh, um, I haven't used them before, uh, and as I say, uh, the, the social media. Um, it, I don't. I'll just say this without sounding like one of those. I don't want to be on there and stuff um yeah, you know because I, i'm happy to be on there um but uh, i find it frustrating or either that or i, I start getting uh, jealous of everyone else's and, and like oh and it makes me feel crap and stuff like that um and, and then uh, the other part of it is um that i don't need this is the, you know this is my third book and this is the, the time now where i've got well i have got three done now i kind of know what i'm you know, and I'm not just fumbling around the dark now, hoping for the best. Yeah. So I can start talking about them and uh, the experiences I've had with them and everything. So, so podcasts and radio shows, you're finally getting yourself well, out there. I'm finally going. This is my first one. So, you know, oh, well, yeah. I was honored that you're on my <laughs> show. We go out worldwide. So there's people everywhere from the US to Nigeria and Italy. We've got listeners uh, all over the world. So you'll definitely find uh, new readers. Um, we've got just enough time to go through your books, just to give a rough uh, idea of what your books are about that are available at the moment. Excellent. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Gumboy 
is my first one, uh, and that is a political uh, sci-fi thriller uh, set mm. in a rather uh, more believable by the day UK, um, uh, where it has been divided um, into two. This place broken basically, and uh, there's a political story where we're trying to fix the the country, and. Uh, and then there's a like a spy thriller of people going into a devastated London, which is run by gangs. Um, Very dystopian. Bringing them back. Yes, it was. And uh, the the reasons for for how Britain turned out that way is that we seem to be hitting the milestones. Because <laughs> um, I, I wrote it back in 2009, uh, doing some of the riots uh, with the GM uh, GM riots, and then. Yeah. I did a focal point of financial things. So, so yeah, there's, uh, there's cyborgs, there's ex uh, explosions, and, uh, cool. and then there's uh, politicians doing a skullduggery. Uh, and then Save Our Souls is, uh, is, is specifically a B-movie uh, style book. Um, mm -hmm. Two spaceships crash into each other, um, and uh, we got space pirates and aliens uh, mm. running around the dark. Space, space um, opera, then? It, uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> it's it's more akin to uh, Alien meets Die Hard, I think one of the reviews says. <laughs> um, so <laughs> it is a lot of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun writing that one as well. So. And then No Witness is my, uh, my as I said, it's my first foray into so like the fantasy. I haven't gone full tilt. Uh, it is a, a weird West uh, or dark, dark Where, where do you get all your ideas for, for your books? Do they come from other books, from films, from dreams? I mean, where do you get these uh, wacky ideas from? Uh, a mix of places. I like to, to travel a lot. Um, so uh, the last one, No Witness, uh, came from walking past an alley in Florence and looking down and seeing uh, a door at the end of it. Uh, and it looked like uh, this fantastic uh, old buildings. All the, all the buildings of Florence are fantastic, but yeah. uh, it, it the, the alley itself was like, ooh, I don't really want to walk down there, but I, I do really want to see. You want to open door. that door and see um, what's in it. Yeah, I want to see what's behind it. Um, <laughs> and um, I'd been, we, we'd been talking about uh, interview with the vampire. So the vampire is in my head at the time. So, you know, oh, it's wonderful. Just, yeah, ideas of. I, I, lo I love I love vampires. Uh, I love all the movies and the TV programs, and I'm not a huge fan of sci-fi when it comes to like Star Wars and all that. Um, sci-fi for me, I enjoy stuff to do with uh, viruses and man-made um, uh, chemical warfare, and and um, the actual science part yeah. of science fiction I enjoy more than the Little Green Men. Um, so Leighton, where can we already said that you can find your books on Amazon? Uh, anyone's on Kindle Limited, they can download for free. Um, yeah. The others, they'll pay a, a very, very small amount for an ebook. Uh, are they available in paperback as well? They are. They are, are available on paperback uh, on Amazon as well. 
but they are all ex- exclusive on Amazon at the moment. And if someone would like to get in touch with you, do you have a website? Where can they find you? I do. Uh, this is a confusing bit because even though my name is Leighton Evans, my pen name is Leighton Dean. Uh, <laughs> so it's www.leightondean.co.uk. Awesome. And you're on Facebook? I am. Fan indeed, page? Yeah. 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 Leighton Dean um, on Facebook as well. And Wonderful. Uh, the, uh, the Right Dean on Instagram. And Instagram. Nice. I'm glad yeah. you're using that. When are you going to get on TikTok? oh no it's so much fun i'm not not dancing (laughs) no i don't want it used to be like that it's not now everything and anything is on tiktok now and sold and it's the second most popular place for books now really yeah yeah took over twitter yeah it's facebook and then uh tiktok i can i'll speak to you uh online later about it and tell you exactly how you can use it as an author without dancing around and um, <laughs> acting silly. Mind you, I do do some cosplay and that's really good fun. I really oh, do. fantastic. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, thank you so much for being a guest on uh, Behind me. the Pen. It's been uh, wonderful chatting with you and I'm honoured that you picked me for your first podcast. I hope now that you've done it, you carry on doing it and you find more podcasts to go on, more radio shows, because the more you do that, the more readers you're going to find. Yeah. Um, they don't know you. They don't know about your books. And you need to get out there now and sell yourself. Cool. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. I wish you all the best with the books you have and all your future books. Yeah. Hi, I'm your host, Karina Gantis, and you're listening to a special edition of Behind the Pen for the NAPOD POMO, National Podcast Post Month.